All right, I skipped a step. <clears throat> Welcome everyone to Let's Talk About Feelings here on the Reinventing the Tattoo Network. <laughs> we have Dusty Talladega Knights Pit Stick. <laughs> And uh, Amber Morgan has joined us again, as uh, hasn't been in a while. But um, thank you to Guy, to Gabe, to everyone at Reinventing that gives us a place where we can um, go and do something we don't get to do typically and talk about our feelings. So, um, Dusty, how are you, sir? <laughs> I think he was actually frozen there for a yeah, second. That's funny. that's funny. All right. Was it me that froze that time? That time yeah. you did freeze. Yes, yes. Yeah. I was like, oh no, Robbie got Robbie got half a sentence in and froze. And I said, wait, I think I'm the one who froze. You were the freezer there, fella. You were the freezer. I, I was the geezer freezer, the freezer geezer. Geezer freezer, freezer geezer. So uh <laughs> last week's episode was um awesome. Uh and then I pulled it down because uh somebody that was in there was just kind of going off the rails against another person uh, on accident. When you we speak out of emotion, sometimes things don't always go the right way. Um, it went from the topic to a different topic. Uh, and then I was asked by a few people, actually the person, it was actually a pretty fucking stellar move. The person was like, yo, I said some shit I shouldn't have said because I was angry. I'm sorry. Do you mind if like we could edit that or pull that down? So, um. That uh, episode got pulled down. If there is um, a time where I do another episode on that exact topic again, I will make sure we have a little bit more of a lineup um, handled and, uh, you know, kind of have a little bit of process of how it's going to get laid out. Uh, that has been a topic that has been very hot in the tattoo world, has been very big in my life. Um, and uh, I'm glad that, that it's all coming out and there's a lot of healing going on through it. Uh, it is not one of Dusty's favorite topics because he's lived a lot of it and he's kind of tired of hearing about it and dealing with it. Um, but uh, it was something I felt I needed to talk about at that time. And here we are now moving on. <laughs> but uh, I texted Dusty before this about topics and... He did not uh, hit me uh, back. You gave, I got a, a sweet 10 minutes notice. Um, <laughs> but, I mean, uh, you know, 10 yeah, minutes I, I, I'm not gonna lie. I walked into the room about two minutes before five o'clock. So <laughs> went, went to uh, True Tubes in Columbus, Ohio. Oh, cool, cool. Yeah, attached a red tree to Derb Shop to buy a whole mess of True Tubes items. Nice. Very nice, very nice. That is very wonderful. So, yeah. uh, did you get to see yeah, Derb? I love and Fawn and all of them. Yeah, I, I did not see anybody. I just got to buy stuff and dip out, uh, unfortunately. But they were all busy at work or something. I don't know. Yeah, who does that? <laughs> so, um, uh, I see you have someone next to you. This is Serenity. <laughs> Serenity, Jeez. the identity. Ah, <laughs> I'm, Instagram. 
I love the color of your hair. Learning how to tattoo. <laughs> Learning how to tattoo. Nice. She's nice actually pretty darn good. I mean, she mostly just. I'm a toddler. She's 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 but a wee baby. Uh, <laughs> oh, but she oh, is. Three she weeks? does a lot of setups and teardowns and tracing and copying people's IDs and sticks around for 10, 11 hours a day, five days a week and is busting your butt. That's uh, the best way to learn. That's how you get the most out of it. Uh, I When I take on apprentices, I really don't like them to have jobs outside of here. Uh, not because I'm a Gestapo, but because like the more time you're here, the quicker you can get moving to like actually taking care of a job. So like mm. get alone, live off your parents, live off your significant other. I don't give a shit how you live. Just uh, be here as much as you can because it's smart and uh, you'll learn a lot. And you'll get far. So she yeah. is spoiled in that she lives with her parents. Yeah. And that her job, we're closed Sundays and Mondays. I mean, like it's Monday and I'm here. So obviously we still come in. Right. But uh, she is on call in a waitressing gig Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday from four to nine. And that's it. So even on those days, she can be here early and they don't really call her in a lot. So she's around quite a bit. I dig. I dig. You don't so, want to say hi to Cool. Who that? I said you don't want to say hi. You too cool. Uh, well, that's is why that I didn't. If you want to Kayla is also here. She wanted to just oh. run out the door without saying hi. I was going to say if it's Kayla, she's not too cool. She's scared as shit. Hi, Kayla. Hello. How you doing? I'm good. Just tattooed. Yeah, she just tattooed all day. Will's around here somewhere. He went to True Tubes with. Serenity and I. How far uh, is that from What's up? How far is that from y'all? About an hour one way. Okay. Enough, they do a 10% in-person discount too. So I was like, I saved 30 bucks and I saved $30 in shipping for $5 in gas. It was worth it. And you know, you get to take a road trip, which is always fun. Exactly. Like yeah. So life wasn't bad. Serenity, <laughs> let's hear from you. Yeah. I was like... I didn't have a topic, so I'm going to drag her on to talk about her feelings today. <laughs> but before, congrats on being engaged. Yeah, congratulations. Oh, thank yes, you. absolutely. Good for you. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hello, sir. How's it going? Oh, good. How are you? Pretty good. Been I like you. A couple days. Uh, it, it, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just made a life-altering decision last night. Yeah, it's... Definitely been a weird few days. I like how you got the cool kids with glasses uh, and the cool kids without glasses. <laughs> glasses section, no glasses section. Yeah, we're living life. We're living life. Kind of dangling on a skew. <laughs> yeah, are, am I am I uh, on a cell phone on um, a ring light right now? You are, but it's on one of those like bendy adjustable ring light clamps. So it's also like- I can see how it, yeah. <laughs> That's, I have one over there. I film my rad movement stuff on it. And like, I wait for the thing to start moving before I fucking start talking. And then I have to make sure like, I don't get too into it and accidentally kick it or like hit the jam. So it doesn't fucking, well, yeah. So it'd be like that. You know the game. Yeah. Mine is attached to a bookshelf and I live in a very old house on a very busy highway. 
every time a Mack truck goes by, it shakes the entire house, and I can just see my camera going. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, damn it. I love how the door ding happened right as she started moving the camera around. So, like, it really added to, like, the theatrical effect. You know? Dude, the other day, um, I was tattooing myself, and uh, I had the ring light over my shoulder. And probably, like, three quarters of the way through the first time lapse, I just kind of bumped it out. So, like, it wasn't even filming my leg anymore. So now it's just, like, filming the space between my legs and then the other leg that I'm not tattooing. So, yeah. Uh, you got to be careful with the ring lights. They're, uh, they're That's right. The streets. That's this right. is why I put mine on my fucking wall. He's got a wall mount one. It's fair. No. You have the wall mount of yours, don't you? No, no, I don't have any of those. The only the so what I do have though, I have that fucking um that that, that hard base that car part. Uh, and that was like a super awesome thing. I don't know if any of y'all are familiar with a tattooer named Daniel Japaniel. Disc break. Yeah, I think something like that or a rotor. Yeah, some some sort of something. Yeah, that's what it looked like. Yeah, and it looks, uh, it looks like a round based microphone stand. <laughs> no, definitely not that. <laughs> it is definitely. Oh cool. yeah, that's like a car hub. Yeah, I've got to talk to my brother about one of them. So they're really easy to make if you um are car savvy people. Yeah, but, my uh, brother does um um restores old cars. Ah. From, the, from the from the frame up I he love does that interiors, the paint, everything I need to tell him to make you one of them yeah they're great man they're great it, it's super stable it, it makes a smaller footprint so yeah. like the one I was using had a really wide tripod when I tattooed myself so like I kept running into it on accident yeah it was a pain in the ass them as a base yeah. for armrest I'm going to go to Guitar Center after this and buy a round-based mic stand because I feel like it's essentially the same. same thing. No, I think I think it totally is. It's got that low center of gravity and it stays still. Like I said, the small footprint is really like the benefit, you know, because it doesn't, you don't have those those tripody feet that stick out. Yeah. You know, these ring lights are cheap. Like the homie that's doing the, this arm, he's got the fucking wall mount ones. And like, I like the wall mount ones, but they fucking have wires that, you know, you have to like hide and shit. So either way, no matter what fucking lighting is a pain in the ass. I've seen those new ones. I used um, to use a headlamp, but I keep blinding my clients. Oh, I could never use a headlamp. I fucking hate those things. Like the light is just so concentrated and annoying. Uh, so they make, they make these ceiling lights now. Like you're like actual, like you put bulbs in them or LED or whatever okay. lights that are the same style as ring lights to where you don't even have to have ring lights in your shop, but they have mechanics built into them to where like you control them like you would with like Alexa at your house. Okay. Voice. So you can like set them to, Hey, I'm tattooing. I want the light in my ceiling to be super bright or Hey, I want to dim it down to like normal kind of like daylight brightness. Right. And a buddy of mine named AJ who Alexis tattoos a bunch was in here to fix an outlet in my booth on Saturday and he quoted a price to put them in the whole like shop and it was in the tens of thousands and I very quickly was like that's not happening anytime soon yeah. uh, but he said he said they're like the wave of the future and all these like super hip shops are getting on them and he like hyped them up a bunch and then he told me how much and I was like yeah that's that's a lot of money I mean you could also just get like 
track lighting installed, like the the adjustable spotlights and shit, like they use in like art studios, and galleries, and whatever. I was thinking about just getting laser eyes. You know, I I um I've been using the ring lights. They're hundred bucks a piece, and uh, they seem to work pretty fine. Yeah, <laughs> they, I've seen these new ones though. They they like have like an arc that like yeah it it like goes over the client, so it like really like floods a nice natural light there so i think those so are don't, cool. don't cast shadows when you're working i wonder if it would i feel like you can't no matter what you're going to cast a shadow somehow or another but like mm-hmm. you know eh, we figure it out anyway back to the topic of feelings y'all <laughs> serenity what the fuck are your feelings on being an apprentice um, I definitely say it's really an awesome experience as it is, um, especially working over a year on trying to get an apprenticeship. Uh, so definitely feels a lot more relieving, a lot happier <laughs> to be able to do this. Um, I'm going to let her go. I like grab the water and pee. <laughs> hey, go pee, go grab a water. Yeah, there you go. Happy to be able to do this. Uh, I feel really like blessed and really excited to be able to have this opportunity especially um all the stuff that's gone through this year i really was just kind of losing hope on actually getting an apprenticeship because um i I completely understand that one yeah well like it's not even like just going to a shop and being turned down mostly it was mainly just like things happened in my life to where like I was about to get an apprenticeship at a different place and it totally screwed it up and I just didn't feel comfortable going back there because I felt like if I went back there there would be kind of resentment towards me because of how I lost that communication with them so you know it definitely was nice to actually get a fresh start and uh, actually I'm really happy to have Dusty's my friends more than any of the other people in the past We lost some, we lost the sound on you. We lost sound. We got we we had you come back when you said actually teaching me. I think it was just a connection thing. I can't hear him. Do you? Can can you I can you hear me now? Hello, hello. I think we're having some audio issues. I think we are having audio issues. Can y'all hear me on there, Dusty and Serenity? Hello? Can you hear us? I could not hear you guys. No, you got really quiet. Yeah. <laughs> but I can hear all of you now. Yeah. I can hear Dusty's camera now. I can hear Robbie. I can hear me because I'm a loud mouth. And y'all can't hear us down there? Can you guys hear us? I don't think they can. I don't think they can either. I think it might be a um, connection issue on their side this time, which I'm used to it being a connection issue on my side. Yeah. Oh, the internet. I, I there you go. Now. It, was, it was changed the voicing. All right. Yeah. So you're back. I'm back. Yeah. Right. yeah. Sorry about that. No, that's all right. Shit happens, man. Uh, the, the internet's a wonderful thing and it's a pain in the ass. So, <laughs> but yeah, so 
Can you hear? Can you hear us still? No. Yes. Can you hear us? All right. See? You yeah. can hear us, or you can't. Yes. Can you hear us? It's okay. going back and forth for a minute. Okay. So. All right. So bring us. Bring us back to bring us back to where before you were like actually uh, learning something. Shops internet is usually pretty. Hello, so you guys can hear us. Oh. It keeps going back to the speaker. That weird. Can you hear us now? Yeah, yeah. Can you hear us? I think it is. How about now? Yeah. How about now? It was I, I went out of range of my phone and my watch is on and it tried to connect to my watch. That was I had a feeling it had something to do with Dusty walking away. <laughs> but I did find a dark chocolate Kit Kat, so it was well worth oh. it. <laughs> have you tried the lemon ones yet? We actually have some in the shop. I was right saying so because you said that and I have it, but I looked at my trash can and there's a lemon wrapper, so somebody has I'm hoarding them. Nobody can have them except I I love lemon. Anything lemon. And I they are so good. Lemon and candy mix lemon and chocolate. It, uh, I don't know. Hmm. Interesting. No, it's all lemon. There's no chocolate in it. Oh, so just lemon and like wafers. That's I could yes. Hmm. Interesting. So I have a question. Why is William in the video uh, sound-wise, but not human-wise? We can pull him in. Why are you off to the side, Playboy? <laughs> because we're investigating. <laughs> you keep talking like you're here, but then you're not really here. I think he should look at his phone out and log into Zoom and have his own little square. Actually, that'll probably fuck up sound. People <laughs> oh, yeah, my phones in the room. So now, so now there's half of William. Scoot, scoot this way, William. Scoot this way. <laughs> All right, Serenity. Now you scoot that way a little bit, Serenity. There you go. There you go. All right, I think we got this to a degree. I mean, we have one of William's eyes in here. One of them. There, there we go. Both of them. Hello, handsome man. How are you doing? Yeah, all right. <laughs> so I love Serenity's awkwardness. Like she just keeps giggling and like just kind of like. <laughs> <laughs> she is awkward. Yeah. <laughs> That's the thing I love. What's that? I said I'm a very awkward human being. So. That's the thing I love about the tattoo apprentice situation because, like, I think we're all kind of our own levels of awkward. Especially in the situation <laughs> where we're tattooing and in the shop. And then like, okay, now you get brought in as like, I don't know what I'm doing. And I'm going to stand around while you tell me what to do. And then I'm awkward on top of that. So yeah, this is a lot of fun. <laughs> and I feel like that's kind of the life of an apprentice for a while. You know? And William, you just was an apprentice. How long ago? Um... Uh... Two, three, three, three years, I think. Time flies, don't it, huh? <laughs> yeah. Well, I like did an apprenticeship and then quit tattooing and then did another apprenticeship. Okay. Then, yeah. It was a it was a whole thing. It'd be that. Yeah, you told me a lot about it when you were down here. Your story sounds like, like a, a story. What's that? Sounds like a familiar story. I was an apprentice, then I was a working apprentice, then I was a 
underground tattooer and then I was an apprentice and now I'm looking for another working apprenticeship and yeah stuff um but I mean I've been done with my apprenticeships and stuff for a while it just feels like it's been a lot longer longer than it has I guess what do you think that is oh life just moves fast I've always like just done like a bunch of random stuff all the time yeah and uh, like you know especially like i'll talk to people and they're like how old are you and i'm like oh like 25 and they're like yeah well you talk like you're 50 <laughs> like i just do a lot of stuff all the time so everything just feels way longer than it actually is yeah yeah i can dig that i can dig that yeah i was actually i was talking to my mom today she said something about something and i was like yeah that was 25 years ago and i was like holy shit the fuck is 25 years ago i've lived that long like to say that it was 25 years ago, like, wow. So yeah, it's, it's wild how uh, fast the time flies. I opened yeah. Facebook this weekend. I made the mistake of opening Facebook this weekend and I saw a bunch of stuff exploding in my feed from, I didn't even know it was a thing. Uh, my high school 20 year reunion was this weekend. Ooh. Uh, that I got, I got hit with the old stick on that one. Pretty weird, isn't it? When I graduated, she was just a gleam in somebody's eye. And that's terrifying. <laughs> so I was, I am 10 years older than Donna. So when I graduated, she was like eight, seven. So like, that feels weird. Now that we're like real grownups getting married and shit. And she was a child when I graduated. Nine months apart. What's that? My parents, when my parents got married, their ages were nine years and nine months apart. And I, they were married for a very long time. Pretty normal to have 10 year age gap, as long as it's not like, you know, 10 and 18. You know, yeah. like that's a little weird, you know, but. Uh, 11 and 19 is really where it starts to get normal. Where did you graduate from high school? What's up? What year did you graduate from high school? Oh, three. I you going to say like in the 80s. Whoa, bro. I catch, I catch a lot of flack here. He wants to be mad. That we heard he wants to be mad, and now we hear nothing else. Uh, yep. Now they're frozen. Are they frozen for you, Amber? Yes, they froze here, too. This is a great... This is a great photograph. I'm actually going to. It is. Robin freeze. Well, I think we're really oh, Well, Amber's there, so I think Robin froze. I caught. No, you guys froze. I caught the photograph of you guys frozen. <laughs> so that was you guys frozen. That was us talking about you uh, being frozen. Please. Nobody Here. had a good look. Dude, the, the connectivity issues are pretty bad because I'm having a hard time hearing Amber a lot. Every time she speaks up. I got to like have her like say something again. Yeah. It's a, uh, I love when we have these issues. Ha ha ha. And go on my data. That might actually help my connectivity issues. Okay, cool. So if I freeze for a second, that's why. All right. Well, if you jump off, I'll let you back in. So Serenity. Let's talk about you a little bit more because uh, we had some issues and then you got off the hook. 
and I want you to talk. <laughs> the, be the best part about this, because you were talking about her being awkward, she's pretty not awkward, but I also, she literally walked into the room at 5.02 when I was on, and I was like, grab a stool and sit. <laughs> so I think it's extra triple awkward for her right now. Absolutely, yeah, because I mean, like, I'm used to just walking into an interview and like, no big deal. Uh, not everyone is. <laughs> like fucking what we did to poor um, Medusa. Uh, we've talked about this on this ep on, on this so much, but uh, Medusa came uh, to hang and tattoo with Dusty at my shop and she was tattooing Dusty. And I was like, hey, why don't we just... Uh, put you on the show today. And she forgot how to tattoo that day. Uh, and then she remembered. And William just slowly peeled out. Who's getting a shirt? I thought that was funny. I just kept seeing him slowly move away. <laughs> yeah. It's like sitting on the edge of Dusty's client table. Right. Like, client table. <laughs> I think the hard part about um, being an apprentice is like getting comfortable, you know, like in this weird room where the client's really not that comfortable. The artist goes between manic and pleased and scared and happy and, you know, like under the table crying, you know, so, right? There's so many things that go on in the tattoo room in the little environment we're in. And then you're just like, wait, who am I supposed to be learning what from? Because that person's crying because they're in pain. And that person's crying because they hate their art. Um, and that person is just scared and I don't know what their story is. And I am scared and I don't know what my story is. So like, it's kind of fun watching that. <laughs> I am taking a very big approach with her of everything is going to be throw your kid in the lake and see if they swim. Uh, she did her first client design on Friday. Okay. Uh, somebody else here had thought they had one client. Three people showed up and they're like, we'd like to all get tattooed. And so one guy was being kind of fussy with what he wanted. And so I told her, I was like, go grab your iPad and design it with him. And uh, that was fun. <laughs> she is on week five of her apprenticeship. So that was a very quick one. Like, You're going to go figure out how to deal with people. But that was brilliant. That was brilliant because like nobody got tattooed uh, by her. Like, or if she was hitting a wall, that like someone else. Froze again. Think, yeah. Yeah. So my connectivity is better at the shop. His connectivity is better not at the shop. Hello. Hello. That was yeah. close. I'm gonna if that works better, because usually I'm just on my mobile. Well, you gotta jump on the Wi-Fi. Or I jumped off of the Wi-Fi. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, my Wi-Fi's acting weird too. And for the first time ever, my Wi-Fi's been great. So here we are. <laughs> are we are we good now though? Yes. For cool. the moment, yes. Bike out immediately after. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, he's there. he's there. Hello. 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 
Yeah, I was um I was looking at my phone. So oh, okay. Um, froze again, or that we froze. Was that am I a good freeze during that was that i always freeze with the worst goofiest freaking look on my face i think that's an everybody thing uh the freezing with the goofy faces i mean it really sucks to be a musician because they get caught making the ugliest faces during performances especially Uh, guitarists and drummers yep yep singers can get it too pretty bad with the whole like you know, like that's uh, the time, time to be alive, which is- uh, I mean, like your social media person's going around the shop taking photos of everybody while they're tattooing. And uh-huh. you're like, you know, right in the middle of like, you're like hitting a really good flow and everything. And then you just look like an idiot and you're like hunched over and you're like an inch away from your tattoo. <laughs> like, really you haven't slept a day, so you look like a crackhead. Plus I'm on crack, so I look like a crackhead. <laughs> That happens. Really, really focused on t- something. I stick the tip of my tongue out. Yeah, the the old the old the old Charlie Brown. And it, it's totally the goofiest freaking picture ever. I'm like this. I'm, I got my glass, my you know, my magnifying glasses on. I got my head down and my tongue stuck out. <laughs> I like chew on my lips and like the little like patch underneath my lip. Of hair, mm-hmm. like. Mm-hmm. Yep, I've done that plenty of times. I like to sing a lot when I tattoo. That's when I really get the most tuned in. Got a good song on, singing a song, fucking ruining somebody's life with a really giant tattoo. Just having a nice time, you know? It's fun. So, all right, we're back to Serenity was designing a tattoo week five. Yeah. Trial, trial by fire. She keeps just winging it, and it works. So I just keep letting her wing it, and it keeps working. It's honestly like my life motto, so that actually kind of works for me. Right. He's saying that he's winging it, but he's putting a real like neat structure down for Serenity, and Serenity is paying attention a lot and doing things and asking questions and like offering help and you know walking around every day. So I know they say they're winging it, but they're really doing their their damnedest. They're trying winging hard. Winging it more in the sense that I don't give her a heads up on certain things. Right. I'll just be like, go help them on their tattoo. Like, she doesn't know when it's coming. It's a while off, but inevitably when, like, fake skin happens and then real skin and stuff, it's just going to be the same way that it happened with me, that she's going to walk in one day and I'm going to be like, all right, set up, you're tattooing. Um, and I like it because it's, gives her no way to have any terror about anything while equally making her constantly live in a state of unease for the next six months. Um, so it's a little bit of both. No, oh, and I did that. Oh, God. Yeah, I've already got her nickname picked out and everything. She doesn't know what it is yet. None of us know what it is, which is why I think Dusty's lying about it. <laughs> it's a good one. It's not anything He won't tell us. He says he's going to tell us the Halloween flash week, so. There you go. He's and I think this is funny. 13. This is like Dusty's like PG version of hazing. Like, I'm not going to cause you deep trauma, 
but I'm going to make you fucking be on eggshells, you know? Like, <laughs> and I think that's kind of cool. Like, I, because you, I, I relish in the fact often that I don't panic through my days anymore when I'm tattooing. Um, I don't ever start a tattoo and be like, fuck, when is this day going to end? I fucking am not going to do a good job on this tattoo. Like, like all these like intrusive thoughts. I don't really get that. I know I come in, I, 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 I'm pretty, pretty well, I'm, I'm pretty well known in my own world about how I operate. So I'm like, all right, we're going to come in. We're going to numb this, this person up. We're going to create the art, the artwork on our iPad. Um, and if not, I'm going to sketch something up real quick on Sharpie on their skin when they're done numbing. Uh, but we're still going to work through an idea while they're numbing. And then I'm going to tattoo my dick off until they tap or we get enough done. And like, there's like, I know that that's my process now, but for years, especially after the Ink Master stuff, I would come in in like full on panic mode. And like, I would panic the night before, the day before, the week before of like, oh my God, this is coming up. And I can't fucking see any way that I'm going to be able to figure this out. And so like, living in that constant little bit of fear state kind of helps you manage yourself when you start doing it to yourself. Mm. Like my apprentices all know 10,000 tracings and then you can pick up a tat gat and that's cool. Right. So like nobody knows how long it's going to take to do 10,000 tracings. I had one dude that finished it in three months. You know what I'm saying? So like he picked his bitch up ready to fucking rock. So like it was, it's really weird watching them be the reason why they're stressed out. And it's like uh cat from the front desk, um, Dusty, you know her. The other night I was like, dude, how are you on your tracings? And usually she like cries and gets all fucking nervous. And like, and I'm like, no, 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 seriously, we're having a conversation, dog. Like, I want you to have a tattoo machine in your hand really bad. So where are you on your tracings? And she was like, you know, I'm, I'm slacking. So like. We talked more about it, but I feel like when I told her, I really want a machine in your hand really bad. I don't think she knew that I really meant. That's what I meant every time I'm like, what's up with your tracings? Because when I'm like, what's up with your tracings? That's me saying, hey, are you ready yet? I want to play. Like, I want to fucking, I want to show you the fun stuff, you know? So uh, it's it's kind of interesting seeing that you and I have a similar way, but we just run it a little differently. Um, but there is these like manageable levels of, I guess, good stresses is what they would call them. Uh, I, I dip out for one second because I'm going to show you what I've been making for Trace. <laughs> and then you'll see that I am a horrible person. I love <laughs> it. I love it, dude. I've, I've had them trace circle mazes and line mazes and all kinds of shit. Um, I've heard of people uh, having, having the artist just trace fucking notebook paper, just the lines and notebook paper. I, I think that's cool, but like that doesn't teach you anything except for straight lines. I like to make, I want you to have the curves. I want you to have the sharp points. I want you to have edges, you know, 45 degree angles, 90 degree angles, you know, 30 degree angles. I want it all. I want you to be able to figure out how to do it all. And the reason why I do 10,000 is just so you can get your fucking muscle memory up. Cause I noticed my apprentice year, a couple of years ago with no tracings had a hard time getting lines. That one dude that did the 10,000 in three months, What's up? What'd you say, William? Dusty. Yeah, he just needs to leave his watch here because every time he walks away, the sound all cuts out. Ah, uh, that's what it is. What? I said, oh, that's what it is. <laughs> yeah. 
and like it's not that there's no volume is that it's so quiet coming out of the phone that it's like no i get that i hate when that happens what is that butt lick doing or he could have <laughs> taken the phone with him i don't know <laughs> yeah yeah what is he saying I think we at least we found the reason. I don't know. <laughs> oh, Jeez, you could have just brought the iPad and showed it like that. I have a copy. For when I was um 19. Why you know, did you the credit? Tracing paper. What, what about tracing paper? You know the onion skin that's in the tracing paper in the tattoo stencil paper yes. yeah 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 i have to take 150 um traditional roses on onion paper yeah yeah i don't i don't let my apprentices use an ipad at the beginning everything is all tracing paper yeah you get a little too cust accustomed to all the cheats that an ipad gives you all right. so it's all tracing paper for the first ten thousand. after that we fuck around Oh, yeah, I think that's beautiful. I think that's brilliant. There you go. Yeah, I love that. I love that so much. That makes me happy. Oh, yeah. That makes me so happy. I especially like that fucking sphere. What's up? What's up? What did you say? Oh, I said I print it in red so she can go over it with black and see what went and what did. Mm, I like that, dude. I think that. Oh, so you don't even use tracing paper. You just do it in red and then she goes over it. Uh, we've done light box. There has been a lot of light box too, but with that, yeah, I just print it in red. I'm like, go over it. Yeah, I mean that's pretty close to a tattoo, even more so than fucking uh, tracing paper, because you know the tracing paper you have to worry about the shifting. This is just one paper. I like that, dude. You got to yeah. send me some of those exercises. I think those yeah. those would be fun to drop in and like drop on somebody fool's heads. I know Donna, I. You know, Donna is Donna, and I let her kind of dictate how her apprenticeship was going to go, so we didn't end up fighting. And uh, I let her not do tracings and jump to skin, because she was already doing skin. So I was like, all right, dude, fuck it, do your thing, right? So she did a couple on skin, and she's like, I need to start tracing. I fucking suck at lines. I'm fucking up. I need to follow your curriculum. And it's so funny to watch, like somebody that was so cocky fall into doing it the way that you know is going to help them. Uh, so yeah, uh, it seems like Serenity, you don't have that relationship with Dusty because I mean, well, you know, Donna's my partner and that's an annoying relationship when you're teaching someone. So like uh, you get away with a little more in that situation, but yeah, you're, um, you're on the right path, dude. And I know William is a fucking great teacher just because I see the way like he is, his critiques, I'm sure, are going to sting really hard because that's how he was brought up. Um, but he's going <laughs> to he's going to learn you some things. I And I, I love a shop where there's a lot of input into the apprentices. Everyone in our studio is like encouraged to feed into our apprentices because like I want them hearing all kinds of information and trying it all like. If you want to, if you want to tattoo exactly like me, I can teach you how to do that really fast because it's a very simple process. 
But if you want to tattoo the way you're going to learn how to tattoo, you're going to have to try so many different processes and see which ones feel right. And like, I think you're, I think you're in a great place for it. And I think it's, I think it's going to be cool. Uh, do you, are you guys back like full time? Can you hear us? We can hear you. Oh yeah. We've been listening the whole time. We, okay. we looked like we were present, didn't we? Just listening. <laughs> so Serenity, how is it uh, on those tracing sheets? Um, they're going really well. I kind of just, I'm an overachiever as it is. So like, I know the first week with tracings, I did more than he was probably expecting, but I don't mind them. I think it's really going to be good for my other skills, especially since like my wrist on my right hand kind of is a little weird. So it was going to help with strengthening and muscle memory. So I'm kind of really happy about doing that kind of stuff. Yeah, part, part of her weekly curriculum is X amount of tracings, X amount of blast designs, X amount of, you know, show up, help tear her down, set up all that stuff. One of them is to just pick something tattoo related each week and just learn about it. It could be as simple as just learning the difference between a round shader, a tight liner and a regular liner. It could be whatever. And the first week that I tasked her with that, she came at me with three pages of handwritten notes about the history of coil machines, the differences between That's coil machines, rotary machines, the difference between rotary and pen machines. And then we sat down with a coil machine, a rotary and a pen machine, and just plugged them in and just turned them on and like let her see how they work. Just for the sake of, I was like, okay, you've written three pages of notes and you can read it back to me, but do you know what all of it means? So then it kind of turned into like, all right, I'm going to plug these things in so you can just even hear them. You can see how you tighten the screw on the spring on a coil machine um, and just explaining them. But she legit came in with three pages of just handwritten notes about it. I was really thinking she would just watch a YouTube video or read like an article on Reddit. And she was like, came in hard. Well, dude, like that's always been what I've tried to teach my oldest son. Like if you can go above and beyond in any field, do it. Uh, it's going to be noticed by the higher ups. It's going to be noticed by the people next to you. It's going to be noticed by everyone. And it's going to mainly benefit you the most because you're, as you, as you soak in all that knowledge, dude, you're just learning all kinds of cool shit. And if I have more understanding about something, I can do better with it, whether it's communication art or anything. So if you have a better understanding by overly researching It'll be a little bit confusing sometimes because of all the information, but it'll actually help you in the long run because you'll look back at your subconscious with all this knowledge and you'll be like, oh, that's when I got that. And that's when I got that. And that's when I got that. And that's how I apply it into this. And then you'll make tats. So it's a, uh, it's pretty cool. Um, and it's, it's actually really cool. I love like looking at this picture right here because William, you're a young tattooer. You know, Serenity, you're a baby fucking apprentice. And Dusty, you're like borderline crusty OG tat god here. You know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> OG. Crusty Dusty. Crusty Dusty, the OG tat god. Yo, that's what's up. I want to make a shirt. Yeah, Crusty Dusty, the OG tat god. Hey, 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 hey. Well, yeah. you get, you get that's, actually, that's actually what Medusa calls me is Krusty Dusty. Hey, I like it. I like it. Krusty Dusty, the OG, the OG tat god. Krusty, Krusty's. Okay, are you? Yeah, like Krusty the Clown. Man, 
or like Krispy Kreme donuts. Yeah. That's, not, that sounds like crispy, crispy, crusty, dusty. Crispy, crispy, creamy, crusty, dusty. <laughs> this is this is getting a little uh, crispy, creamy, crusty, dusty, and big Willie steezy, pumpkin squeezy. Oh, <laughs> it's my food <friend> nickname, <laughs> bro. I love it. We just made some magic right there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, wow. So. Do you have anyone, and I know most of the people in your studio, and I don't think you do right now, but where someone will get a nickname, because we were talking about it, because, I don't know, do you know Canada at all? No. Um, she had done some seminars we had done. Her name's Ashley, but she's from Canada. She apprenticed at a shop under Matt Altman with, like, three Ashleys at the time, so we call her Canada, and she's from Canada. Got it. So I feel like a lot of people get their nickname that way. So... Um, we have Lindsay, uh, who lizard lizard, right? And it's funny because she got that name because when you pay too much attention to her, she freezes and just does this. <laughs> like she's like on the wall, like a lizard, and she just freaks out when she gets too much attention. So uh, that is our lizard. Um, you know, it just kind of kind of came through. One dude. His name was, he came in at, with the name John, then he changed his name to Chi because that's his God-given name. And then, and so between all the different variations of John and Chi, Johnald McDonald and, you know, John, John Leprechaun and all these other things. And then Chi, John, John. <laughs> like his, 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 his middle name was Ton, so Chi, Ton, John. And like, we call him all kinds of names. So yeah, you, it's so easy to come up with names in the tat shop. Like, yeah. It just happens. Cat is just cat. And there's like no, there's no need for a nickname because ain't nobody else be named cat up in this bitch. You know what I'm saying? So like, that's cat. She's just a weird little dude named cat, you know? So I have noticed all of the apprentice are weird and they're fucking hilarious in their weirdness. Yeah. And I love so when you were like awkward, weird. And it was because you were homeschooled, you would call that person homeschooled, right? Right, right. <laughs> I mean, because that's going to be her nickname. She, oh, she knows it now. Dude, yeah, dude. and it's funny. So, were you homeschooled? Yeah. Yeah, she was. Dude, so um, you met Ben, right, Dusty? Yeah, you, Dusty and William, you guys both met Ben, the guy that helps us with, the, with, with Zen. He lives in yeah, the house with us. Yeah, so <laughs> we had a guest artist down and there were like these fucking homeschool kids are weird and Ben's sitting there in the kitchen with me and he's like I, I went to <laughs> I've seen that conversation happen so many times since Ben's been living with us and it's the funniest dynamic to watch you know well, it's was, like because you I was driving her yeah. down this villain arts and I said something about like fucking homeschool kids and she's like I was homeschooled <laughs> I think I always kind of assumed you were homeschooled and then one day you just said it and I was like yeah but then she was like well I got social interaction because yeah. all of the homeschool parents had like a place where they'd go to like this guy knows a lot about English this guy's really good at math this lady's really good at you know physics and they would teach and I was like so school uh, like, a bunch of homeschool kids <laughs> together, like, made their own school, I guess. 
Dude, you know what? Um, Catholic Church too. Oh, so much See, better. <laughs> My whole concept. Okay, were you? I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. Oh no, you're good. We were just talking about where it was. It was at a Catholic school when I was younger in middle school, which was terrible. I went. To, I think. I think I went to Christian private schools. Yes. No. I think I went to a Catholic one when I was young, but. Mostly pr Christian private schools. Um, there was lots of sex. Uh, there was drugs. There was all the things that's in every regular school. I thought that was really funny and interesting. Uh, even as a youngster, I was like, huh, this shouldn't be happening here, assholes. This, you know, when I'm over here. <laughs> right, dude. So, and then I went to a very public school. Your drug dealer. Yeah. <laughs> I went to a very public school, and there was a surprising lack of sex and drugs. <laughs> It was mostly like Dude. fucking X-Men cartoons and Fruit by the Foot. Um, like, I think that was <laughs> when I was in high school, it was definitely all like sex and drugs and getting in trouble and stealing from the Circle K down the street. They were they were bad kids. I wasn't allowed to hang out with them. Well, now he's we a space kids. tattoo at 25. What? Did you say you're kind of what? I said now you got your face tattooed at 25. Look what happened. Oh no, I mean I have my that was like 23. <laughs> <laughs> Raised in those tough schools, fucking stealing from the circle K. God bless it. But it's weird. Um with all the everything that's going on in the world, me and Donna are not sure what we want to do with Zen as far as school goes, but we lean really hard into unschooling, which is like homeschool on like weird times 10 because like now you don't have a regular curriculum that the man is forcing upon you and you just get to teach your child what you actually believe they need to make it in this world uh which is a really cool concept and a really frightening concept because like i know i'm doing fine in this world but like can i really help you figure it out that well so it's a really weird spot to be in as a parent. Uh, and I'm interested. I'll share the ride all along the way with the internet to let everyone know what that's like for us. Like, a year and a half, so we don't get, we got one. What's up? Exactly what you're talking about because my mom, although she did do homeschooling and she had that kind of um, curriculum based stuff, you, she was able to choose different things that she wanted to teach me. I guess. But were you in Ohio? Yeah. So that in Ohio, there is a law saying that you have to learn a certain amount of things and take standardized tests and et cetera, et cetera. So, but like in Florida, like there is, they just did away with that. So technically Robbie doesn't, wouldn't have to have a, an actual curriculum of any sort. Yeah. I, 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 I would have to be sort of adultologist that steps in with everyday things that you should teach your kid, like taxes and how to change a time, shit like that. But I am also very pro leave your child in the woods and let whatever animal right. adopts them. I'm so glad you know what kids do. I was going to say, hold on a minute. <laughs> like, I kind of like By the wolf people or the deer people <laughs> or like a squirrel. Like, I don't know. It's, right. it's a surprise. <laughs> we, I mean, you see the way we parent Zen. Like, he's, he's pretty, like, loosely handled, you know, like. We, we pull him off the table when he climbs on the table, but we let him try to climb on the table. You know what I'm saying? Like he plays with the chandelier yeah. when he climbs up the thing, when he can reach the chandelier, but we pull him off of that. But like, we're trying to just let him learn what's up. I mean, he's learning how to swim and stuff. I mean, you've 
like gotten him in like the, the hot tub in the pool and stuff and like, let him float for a couple seconds and like encouraged him to like do stuff on his own. Maybe he's raised by the dolphin. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> the dolphins are assholes, so maybe not. Right. <laughs> but I feel like I feel like we're just kind of raising him like what feels with what feels right. And I don't know, I just have this like really bohemian principle of like if we raise our children from the the heart and soul like that that felt great and we gave them the information we always wished we would have had uh, and we are striving for ourselves then maybe we can make a race of children that actually like can make a difference in this world just by being different than you know political disaster and fighting and fucking media and social media and like so just kind of trying to teach them i don't know like just a different way and I feel like if we all did that, then we teach them enough different ways that all these different ways kind of amalgamate together as one great race of people. This is a very bohemian concept, like I said. It's like real fucking cute sounding and shit. Um, and in theory, it's awesome. But, you know, there's always got to be a bad guy, right? There's always got to be darkness and light. So um, I just feel like we're trying to put a different style of light out there and... Uh, you know, I feel like being who you are and Donna being who she is, that if you raise your child that way, that it will not fail that he will be like an untattooed accountant that likes to like play golf. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and it's like a surefire recipe for somehow your kid coming out well adjusted, like far beyond any of us are, and just like he like knows how taxes work and he like irons his hands and shit. Like, I don't feel like it's hard, but I can at least put underneath my belt that I did my high school and college, like, degree at the same time. So, you know, it's kind of nice to have that freedom. I mean, I'm yeah. a dumbass. I have so many degrees. Yeah. But. <laughs> I guess. But, I mean, you, you raised the child before to, to an adult. Yes. Like, first of all, I can't yeah. even imagine keeping a child alive for long enough for them to become an adult like <laughs> i don't know how anybody that one done but um i mean i can't bring a baby in my 40s what's up i yeah. can't imagine having a baby in my 40s it's a uh, it's different but i mean yeah i've been divorced twice i'm getting married again i didn't think that was gonna happen you know i lost my fucking leg i didn't think that was gonna happen you know like I didn't think a lot of things were going to happen. So I feel like the more, dude, last night was the worst night of my fucking life. I had all these beautiful things planned and everything fell apart and then fell back together and then fell apart. And I was fucking panicked and stressed all night. And then I was engaged at the end of it. And it was like, what the fuck is happening here? Like, ugh. That I think the, the narrative for that was things fall apart all the fucking time and you just have to roll with it. You know, like let me tell still you something real weird that happened days though. Huh. So my mom moved in with my sister about a month ago. They all went to Hawaii for a couple weeks. They got back on Saturday. Uh my mom calls me and then shows up at the shop to tell me that she's moving into my house that I just moved into. So uh, it was the weirdest experience ever to just be like, oh yeah, they're on vacation. They're having a great time, whatever. It's my mom, my sister, and my sister's husband. And they're in paradise. They're in Hawaii for two weeks, right? <clears throat> Get back. Everybody's angry. My mom's moving into my house. Got kicked out of 
my sister's house and I'm just like, what? And that was just weird because I was in the middle yeah. of tattooing and I got like six phone calls and I didn't pick up because I was tattooing and then like all this stuff just happened and I was like, huh. And then I'm like on the internet and then I was like, oh, Robbie got engaged. That's awesome. And then you're telling me that it was like a weird, like stress inducing night, but then it was spectacular at the same time. I'm like, that's just so strange. Yeah. It really is. Do you like, cause like I have this whole plan. Like Donna always said, if she got asked to, to be married under the Aurora Borealis, she'd say yes. So I wanted to make that happen, but you can't really make a vacation to Aurora Borealis areas without the person knowing. So like, that was weird. And then I went bioluminescent kayaking one night and I was like, this is gorgeous. This is like Florida Aurora Borealis. So I was like, I'm going to ask her to marry me in a kayak on bioluminescent water. It's going to be fucking great. Then I'm not going to have to kneel down because I'm weird about kneeling down because I have fucking trauma because of my leg and I don't get to use my legs the same way that everybody else does. So I have to think a couple steps ahead of time. So I was going to like get, get, be able to step past that trauma. Right. And then, nope, as soon as fucking they, cause they called and they were like, yeah, bioluminescent kind of sucks right now. What do you guys want to do? And we're like, I don't fucking know. <laughs> and this is like 20 minutes before we're supposed to be there kayaking. So we're having a terrible dinner because fucking everything at dinner sucked. Like the service sucked. The food was at, I had the worst mahi sandwich I ever had came to find out it was chicken. That's why it was terrible mahi. I was wondering why it was so hard. And I didn't know you could overcook mahi like that. No, nope, because it's chicken. Um, so I'm eating this terrible chicken sandwich. Fucking, I'm panicked. The whole day I was panicked. The fucking tour was at 10 p.m. I was, ugh, right? Like, dude. And it's like a perfect metaphor for life because she started to know what was going on. Then I fucking just sit down. I'm like, I'm sitting on this fucking bench. She's coming over here. You're videoing. And we're going to fucking do this. And then like, I had to like face my fear of fucking being married all over again. I had to face my fucking fear of kneeling down in front of anybody, everybody, even though if I would have fallen, all the homies would have rushed and picked me up and I could have picked myself up. I'm not an invalid. I'm pretty strong. But like, I got all these panics about me and all this shit. And then when we actually went kayaking, they were like, oh yeah, the bioluminescent is fucking solid. We found a spot. But like the kayaks were filled with water almost immediately. So like, where the fuck was I going to put this fucking room? like where like what was I gonna do so like everything fell apart in the exact way so it could fall back together really awesome and then at the end when we were coming in one of the dudes that was with us he was on a paddleboard rolls up next to a fucking gator like and that's the way we ended our fucking night so like it was really weird it was really cool and it was beautiful but everything fell apart it was like it was, it was like if the fucking, that submarine that imploded, it's like if it almost would have imploded and then came back and everybody would have been fine, that's what my night was like. Like, it felt like I was going to die. Huh. <laughs> I thought everything was going to implode on me. And then I fucking finally just, dude, I'm at the fucking bathroom talking to fucking my manager, Brittany, and one of my great friends, uh, fucking Bridget, right? So we're sitting over here, we're trying to figure out what the fuck to do. And then I'm like, I don't want to do this on land. And then I start crying because I'm like, I have trauma around getting down on one knee. And I just went through this the other night and I cried my face off because Donna was like, if you fucking kneel down and to, to ask me to marry you. And I was like, I don't want to kneel down. I don't know if I can. So like, it was real, dude, so much weird shit. And then I realized, man, this wasn't about fucking asking Donna to marry me. 
This is about all the fucking pain I had to go through to get the prize of having her say yes. So like, once again, metaphors for life, right? Like everything fell apart, but it all ended up fucking beautiful. Like we were on the bioluminescent waters. We saw a fucking mullet fucking flying all around. And that's really cool. Cause it's like Moana <clears throat> when the manta ray is through the water. That's what bioluminescence looks like. So any fish lights up. So like everything was just beautiful and brilliant. You fucking cup your hand and like move it in the water and pick your hand up. And then like the bioluminescence twinkles in the water that's left in your hand. Like it's the most magical shit ever. So everything happened exactly how it was supposed to. None of it happened the way I wanted it to. And I had to make a decision somewhere through the night. Cause like, you know, I'd been stressed out for the couple of days beforehand and I had to make the decision. Am I going to be mad or am I going to have a good time? She said, yes. And we're going kayaking. That's all I wanted tonight. So like, it's really weird. This thing with your mom, it's probably exactly, well, it is exactly what's supposed to happen. Maybe you need to fucking heal some fucking childhood trauma and like, you know, live with your mom some and like work through some shit. It's probably what's going on and it's probably what's going to happen. And like, you know, as, as an apprentice, you're going to fucking face all kinds of traumas that are going to pop up through all the fucking crises that we put ourselves through being an apprentice. And like us as season tat gods we laugh at you and you're like oh my god my life's falling apart we're like i remember my first beer so like <laughs> it's just really funny how like life is so much like that right i had this beautiful thing and i had this great plans and blah blah blah, and everything turned out great and then i had her telling me you did great and i'm like i felt like i let you down and she's like no you did great so like i had to get out of my own head in my own way so i could just enjoy the bioluminescence and not get eaten by a gator because, uh, you know, <laughs> so don't get eaten by a gator, man. You know, control yourself. <laughs> like some solid facts. Yeah, bro, for real. So um, today was the weirdest fucking episode we've ever had. Uh, yeah. Mainly because I'm not used to not being the technical problem. Like, I solved my tech <laughs> issue 502. And all these other tech problems showed up. And I'm like, wow, huh? So interesting. Mercury's in retrograde or something. Well, and you know what? I just got fucking engaged last night. So that's how fucking weird shit is. Because if I'm going to fucking go ahead and do that for a third time, then obviously the world just fucking started spinning differently. Because that shit's scary. And I don't like scary things until I have to beat them. I'm not going to lie. There's like six planets in retrograde right now. I heard there was seven like last week. So I'm glad one, uh, you know, downgrade. Retrograde. Yeah. So we're, we're. I literally uh, microwave away today because I was like, this is too much. Did you see you threw your microwave away? Yeah. All the planets were in alignment. And I was like, I just got to throw my microwave away now. <laughs> <laughs> I hope that's true. <laughs> it is. It actually is. <laughs> I had to throw away my microwave. <laughs> I fucking love that. <laughs> that's awesome. How do you feel about air fryers, though? Because I, I trust them more than microwaves. I have an Instant Pot, and it's the best thing I've Those ever bought in my entire life. Bro, I heard that from so many people. And I just don't think I've ever learned how to use it. But that air fryer, though, that air fryer, though, if you got a motherfucking, 
Jamaican beef patty from the motherfucking store and you throw that bitch in there, she gonna come out crispy and like, and then sizzling and nice. Hot pockets are nice in there. Pizza rolls be nice in there. Just saying. The most lethal thing that anyone ever told me is that you can make one of the like mini sized personal pizzas. You buy a Kroger's in that thing in five minutes flat. Yeah. Yep. Dude, you fucking messed up. You could put a whole chicken in there if the chicken's small enough or the air fryer is big enough, homie. Like the air fryer does not fucking discriminate. It'll yeah. cook you a deck. It'll cook you a fucking salmon. What's that? Most regular air fryers are fit a four to five pound chicken. There you go. I think oh, four, four to four. I also five. thought forty five for a minute, and I was, I was like, like and I was like, where the hell are you gonna get a forty five pound chicken from? Isn't that the hell of a chicken? That's just a turkey. <laughs> a big turkey. <laughs> that's, that's a hefty bird. That's more like a, an emu or <laughs> a small, almost happy bird. bird. Yeah. <laughs> Did you say capybara? Emu Capy. or small ostrich? Emu or what ostrich? Do you, what, do you think, what do you think the air fryer time is on the capybara? <laughs> All I know is the capybara has been coming up in my life a lot lately. I got to see what the spiritual meaning for a capybara is. Because, like, it's real weird how, like, pictures of them keep showing up and random people keep talking about them. And now before, before I heard Serenity say it, I don't know. Man, I ain't cooking no capybaras, but no. Yeah. I, I got to see why they're talking to me right now. Capybaras are after me. Maybe I need. Maybe one of my spirit guides is a capybara. That's possible. Do you take square shits? <laughs> no. That's <laughs> so. Do capybaras take square? Yeah. yeah, they're yeah. Like... Oh, they yeah. You do. It's yeah, yeah they, they, they poop out little cubes like dice. Need... What? They don't... <laughs> I'm, just, I'm, just, I'm just like, my brain just went through a whole thing about logistics on like how exactly the body would make square poops. So, like, that, a lot of information just tried to pass through my fucking brain right as you said that. So, like, that's where the giggle came from because it just, it was a lot. It was a lot hitting me all at once. It's like a Play-Doh extruder type of thing. Was that? I would assume it would be like a Play-Doh ex extruder type of thing. Right. Where, you know, the mechanism it was coming out of made a square shape as it was being pushed out. Because it was That's already in a square shape. <laughs> square and then... You know, like square, square, you know, that's what I would imagine. Um, the plastic extruder. Exactly. <laughs> All right. <laughs> We're going to end today's episode because it is after six. And uh, <laughs> we're talking about square poop. Chaos. <laughs> I'm glad I could ruin it for you guys <laughs> <laughs> no i mean honestly the ruining part was fucking dusty's stupid watch trying to fucking control the game like <laughs> keeps the game on lock sucker. and then and then fucking can't hear amber anytime she says anything i gotta ask her what every time what'd you say <laughs>
I said, next time he's just going to leave the watch on the table when he leaves the area. All right, bro. Just, you know? Yeah. I think it's permanently bonded to his skin now. <laughs> I glued that It'd be, like that. It'd be like that sometimes. It's just a really good 3D tattoo. I like that idea, too. <laughs> All right, guys. Throw your skin over it. <laughs> um, thank you all for showing up. William, Serenity, thank you for um, jumping in with no warning whatsoever. You're uh, welcome. Thank you for showing up. It was Dusty. great to be both of you. Yeah, man, it was good to see you, too. It's been a while. Dusty, thank you for being Dusty. Krusty Dusty, the OG <laughs> Pat God. Krusty <laughs> Dusty. Um, and uh, thank you, Guy, Gabe, and everyone at the Reinventing Team for giving us a place where we can come and do something that tattooers don't typically do, which is talk about feelings. So thank you very much uh, for everyone that's watching, everyone involved in making this, everyone that's here in this room right now. I love you all. Thank you all so much and have a great rest of your day and week. Have a good week.